0: Hey, what's going on? This is Mike from Bases Loaded. And what I have for you today are five deep league sleepers. These are guys that are going to be very, very late in drafts or guys you're going to have on your watch list entering the season or at least watch list entering spring training to see what happens. This is actually the audio from recent YouTube videos. So what I'm trying to do here is take the audio, put it for you to listen to for those who can't watch the video or don't like watching videos. However, with that said, if you want added context, go check out the video. It's on YouTube. The link is in the description or you can go to youtube.com slash at GTE fantasy. Is loaded and one out. Oh my god! Deep to right field! Way up there! And way out of here. Second home run! Brad I'm giving you five deep league sleepers that will help you win your league this fantasy season. These players, at the very least, should be on your watch list entering the year. If you play in shallower leagues, again, watch list warrior types here. And don't forget, if you're into fantasy sports, this channel's for you. Hit that subscribe button. Now, the first guy on this list is Jake Alou from the Washington Nationals. He gave us power, he gave us speed, and he gave us strong plate discipline. That is like the holy trinity of what you want from a player coming out of the minor leagues. And when it comes to projecting playing time for these types of players, you look at teams like the Nationals that have plenty of room and opportunity for him to play. Sure, they did sign Candelario, but that shouldn't stop them from allowing Jake Alou to go ahead and start for them or play for them in various ways. So we have that path to playing time. We have that skill set we want for fantasy purposes. No reason you shouldn't be targeting Jake Alou late in drafts in those deeper formats or keeping him on that watch list early on, especially if he has a big spring. The Next guy on this list is Parker Meadows of the Detroit Tigers. Now this is another guy that checks all those boxes. He's on the 40 man, has a path of playing time on this team. Not to mention, he has a fantasy viable skill set. Meadows at AA last year took a big step forward. We saw him improve his plate discipline while flashing a power-speed combination that we really like in fantasy circles. Part of what's encouraging here is the fact that the Tigers made no real offseason moves right now to block him, and they DFA'd a number of players from last year's roster. But one of the biggest things that play in Parker Meadows' favor is we saw last year how aggressive the Tigers were with prospects coming out of spring. Riley Green was going to break camp before that injury. Torkelson did break camp. Meadows has nothing left to prove in double-A, so we'll see if they start him in AAA or if a strong spring can bolt him into the starting lineup. And let's be honest, the Tigers have no real reason to hold him back if he shows out in spring training. The next player on this list is one of my personal favorites on this list. It's Joey Ortiz of the Orioles. Now, they did go out of their way to sign Adam Frazier, so this might be a little bit of a road blockage there for Ortiz, but we know what Frazier is at this point. As of right now, I think Frazier's going to start for this team. Ramon Urias is going to probably move off of third base, be more of a utility type. That's what they've already said. However, Ortiz offers upside and strong potential in this infield mix and he could mix in sooner than later considering the orioles are in this mode of they could win now or they could at least compete now if ortiz gives them the best opportunity to do that there's no way i see adam frazier being a road blockage to him producing ortiz was able to make it the triple a last year and continue producing there so this leaves little left to prove in the minors he hit 19 home runs and 35 doubles so that shows that there is potential for more power there especially if those doubles can turn into home runs at the big league level Further suggesting that there's power, the ISO has been at least 221 or better in two of his last three stops. And the cherry on top, Ortiz stole a few bases last year. He stole eight out of ten attempts. So we have power, potential for speed, and a clear path to playing time given their current options. Especially, again, I don't think Frazier's good enough to hold him back for a long period of time. The next guy here plays for the Tampa Bay Rays. He has third base eligibility, which is nice, and he could find his way into multi-position eligibility as they move Brandon Lowe over to first base. At least that's the rumor. Not to mention, second base kind of has an opening. I see Curtis Mead really factoring in here. He's another one of those guys. First off, he's a Rays product, so I always trust the Rays system when it comes to producing players. But he also has that holy trinity. I like to call it the holy trinity of fantasy. Solid plate discipline, power, and speed. He flashed it all last year and has nothing left to prove in the minor leagues. I'd be very surprised he doesn't break camp with his team unless he really underproduces in spring. But there's a solid foundation here, especially in the underlying numbers and that plate discipline that really gives me a strong sense of he can make this team and be fantasy relevant earlier than later this season. So Curtis Meade has my full attention. I just want to see what the Rays do the rest of this offseason to address their needs in the infield and whatnot. Also, how they use him in spring training. And the last guy on this list is Addison Barger of the Toronto Blue Jays. And this is simply betting on upside here. They did go out and get Varsho, but they still lack lefties in this lineup. Kiermaier, I don't really trust him staying healthy full-time. Not to mention, there's a clear need for a middle infielder here. I don't think that Whit Merrifield is the answer. I know we saw Whit come alive late in the season, so he's going to get a shot. But Barger is another guy that just has nothing left to prove in the minors. And it's a great team. Regardless of where he hits in this lineup, you want a part of this lineup. I think Barger can push his way onto the starting roster sooner than later, especially given the power potential and all the growth we saw last year. We just saw great production last season season and there's no reason to think that that can't carry over to the majors in some form or fashion again if we can see him produce early on in the minor league season or in spring training i think barger is one of the higher upside picks here but again it's a team that is a little harder to break that opening day lineup so in deeper formats some of these guys are being drafted this year in dynasty and all that these are guys i'd really want but in shallower formats these are what i call your watch list warriors these are guys you put in your watch list wait set set them there, forget them. These are guys you simply just put on your watch list and see what happens. But I really hope you enjoyed this list. I'm gonna drop a couple more of these. And don't forget to like and subscribe on your way out. It goes a long way, it's greatly appreciated. And until next time, I'll talk to you soon.